from the heart of Silicon Valley in the beautiful San Francisco Bay Area. I am Sudipto Chatterjee and this is Economically Speaking with Atanu Dey. On Economically Speaking, we talk about economic topics and how they affect our world. Welcome back Atanu. We had a very interesting discussion last time about rent control and minimum wages and stuff like that and from from a purely academic standpoint and if you just go back to the principle itself we said that if two people are not allowed to trade in which the both of them are voluntarily willing to exchange their services or goods in a free market then opportunities and transactions are lost and it's a loss for both of them yeah that's right okay but we have come a long way from where we originally started this podcast about why are some nations rich and some nations are poor yeah the answer i had at that time was well because some some nations have technology and then they know how to use them better and some of them do not have the technology well it's not um quite proper to say that some nations have technology and some don't have technology as if technology is something that drops from the skies unbidden and therefore if some uh, nations somehow receive technology from the skies and they become rich and some do not receive by accident and therefore they don't become rich they are poor technology is not something that comes from the skies technology is internal to that human beings technology gets developed by people technology is not something that uh, is external to people so once we have to uh, we have to understand what technology is how it relates to human activity what is its relationship to engineering and science and so on the word uh, science and technology go together but there is a specific dis- distinction between the two what is science what is technology and in also what is engineering how would you define engineering hmm. um engineering is the study and application of scientific knowledge into solving everyday human problems okay there's a good start okay i think uh, we can start with trying to understand what is science okay science is an enterprise an endeavor a human endeavor human enterprise which tries to find out what is the nature of the world how things work okay yep fair so if you say that you understand uh, certain fundamental principles about the universe about the world we live in like gravity so that's to do with science technology is how to do things so it's knowledge about how things are done now the quintessential way of thinking of technology is it's a recipe hmm. what is a recipe you have certain ingredients and there is a certain process that you have to take 
to combine these ingredients and produce something that is of use to you. So that's a recipe. And when you know something or how to do something, it's called technology. So technology is know-how, basically, basically know how to do something. Mm -hmm. Now, every technology that you can see from the most primitive to the most advanced, like what's inside a, a fancy computer or a laptop, it is all know-how. Mm -hmm. Everything that is in there is related to somebody knowing how to do something. Okay. So, for example, your computer is made of various materials. One is there's some metal in it, evidently. There's some plastic, there's some glass. Every of these uh, components, uh, material has to be made by somebody. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go back a little bit, you'll find ultimately that it all comes out of the ground. Yes, we talked about it. And if it comes out of the ground, somebody has to know where to dig. And once you take out the stuff from the ground, what to do with it to transform it. So everything involves a recipe. Okay. The recipe is how to do something. And therefore, for example, you say, okay, we need to make some steel. Which requires iron. Which requires iron ore. Mm -hmm. And uh, iron ore into iron requires some other things like a furnace. Mm -hmm. So somebody knows how to make a furnace. Mm -hmm. And so it's all how to. Mm -hmm. That's all technology. Mm -hmm. Science is what is the nature of the world, how materials behave. That's material science. And so science is what the thing is. Technology is how to. Mm -hmm. And engineering is the actual doing of the thing that you need to get done. So, for example, oh. science tells you that, you know, uh, Certain materials behave in a certain way. Iron is like this. That's the structure of the iron. So you, science will give you an iron diagram, say. And that it'll tell you that if you put carbon in iron, then it'll get steel. Mm -hmm. Now, that is the science part of it. Engineering is what tells you if you have beams of this kind of strength, then you will be able to engineer, build a bridge that will survive this. Mm -hmm. And the building of it requires technology. You have to know how to build a bridge, mm -hmm. how to convert iron into steel. Mm -hmm. So the science tells you what there is. Technology tells you how to transform it. Mm -hmm. And engineering tells you how to build stuff. So if I paraphrase you, Science explores problems. No, no, no. It doesn't explore problems. Science tells you what there is. There's okay. no problems in science. Okay. There's always... Uh, engineering solves problems. We okay. need to build a bridge from here to there. We need to have something that will get this thing done. There's okay. some problem. We need to engineer a solution to it. Technology is how to get certain things done. Okay. So... How to is technology, what is science, what is it, what is this thing that is over here, this is a piece of wood, what is, what is wood, oh it is made out of this and that, mm -hmm. this is how it 
happens. So that's science. What is it? Technology is how to do things. Engineering is the actual doing of the thing. Whether you want to make a microscope or a bridge mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. a plane, that is engineering. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. So the thing about technology is since it's a how-to or a recipe, they are what we call in economics a public good. A public good is something that can be shared without diminishing the amount that is available for other people to use. Okay. As opposed to a private good. A private good is something that can, if you consume it, it reduces the amount that is available for other people to consume. That's a private good. So there's a difference between public goods and private goods. And this difference is, uh, this distinction is very, very important. If you're wearing a pair of jeans, I can't simultaneously wear that pair of jeans. If you're having a cookie, I can't eat the same cookie at the same time. But if I give you a recipe, then we both can have the same recipe and use them because it doesn't diminish when we share it. Mm -hmm. So recipes are public goods. An idea is a public good. Uh, a song being played on the radio is a public good because if I listen to the song, it doesn't diminish your ability to also listen to the same song simultaneously. So same goes for software then? Yeah, software is a public good. So okay. if I use a, a so piece of software, is basically a recipe, mm -hmm. a sequence of steps. Mm -hmm. It just tells you what to do next. Mm -hmm. So you can use the software, I can use the software, we all can use the software. So once you have one copy of the software, you can make a hundred billion, million, trillion copies and it'll all be the same. Mm -hmm. So uh, anything that is information is of the nature of public goods. So uh, in the past, we have talked about what information is. And information is anything that is potentially digitizable. So we can go back to that later on. But the whole idea is, that technology is know-how and know-how is our recipes and therefore technology is a public good. It's not a pure public good, but that's another story. So if somebody develops technology, that that same technology can be shared with other people, mm -hmm. can be shared. It doesn't mean that it is normally shared or that it should be or it must be. Mm -hmm. It's just that it is potentially shareable with other people. Mm -hmm. Once we understand that technology is something that is shareable, it means that technology can, uh, can uh, you can use technology without actually having uh, developed in any uh, of your own. Because, see, everything that we know and technology is know-how is something that uh, we are not so bright that we can create it ourselves that okay. is we need to build upon what other people have have created stand on the shoulders of giants right yes that is you take what is already available understand how it works and then you build on top of it it's a big giant mashup kind of a thing mm -hmm. and uh, what we have to ask ourselves is why is it that some, some nations are able to 
use technology effectively and some people are not able to use effectively? What is it that is preventing somebody from using technology? I have a few. So I want to speak my mind right now. Yeah. So one is maybe there's not enough incentive to use it. Okay. So for example, if, if I have cheap labor available, then it may not be worth for me to buy that super expensive tractor and a tractor is not technology. Well, the no, so the, the recipe says, use this tractor, then you will be able to be much more efficient at it. But Okay, let me give you a very simple example here. Okay. Um, you don't know how to read and write. Okay. You have never seen a computer. I hand you a computer. What are you going to do with it? You can use it as a doorstep, mm -hmm. doorstop. Yep. Technology is not available to you unless you understand the previous steps. You have to have mm. knowledge and understanding yourself. Hmm. I can hand you a book on quantum physics. You're not going to get anything out of it unless you understand the previous bits. Okay. So okay. technology that is know-how depends upon previous knowledge. Okay. And if you don't have the capacity to understand the recipe, let's say that it is the recipe is written in a foreign language that you don't understand. It's no use to you. So it's prepared, you need to be prepared to accept technology because technology is know-how and knowing something mm -hmm. has, there are previous steps to it. You cannot know something, you can't read uh, a sentence if you, unless you understand the words and the words don't make any sense unless you know uh, the alphabet. Okay, so if I bring this example back to the first question we started with, which is, we said, why are certain nations poor versus certain nations are rich? And we said that because certain nations are able to use technology to their advantage, whereas others are not. Not just use, you have to develop technology also. You have to develop technologies because technology development is it's an ecosystem kind of thing. Nothing stands alone, mm -hmm. isolated. It's, it's an en entire set of things that happen together. So and, and so you cannot just take a computer and transport it to a place where there's nothing else that is supporting. There's a lot of deep back end to the whole thing. Technology can be supported with a deep back end. Hmm. If you explore that idea, which we will do the next time, why does technology require a deep back end? It's not just the front end. So we'll talk about things like uh, there's a famous, uh, well-celebrated idea called hole in the wall. Mm -hmm. So some guy put up a computer in the uh, uh, a display, computer display, and a keyboard in a hole in the wall, and people, kids who had no Sogotu Mitra, yeah, Mitra, yeah, Mitra. So uh, they started learning stuff. 
but that's a shallow understanding you know you're just interacting with the superficial there's mm-hmm. no deeper understanding the back end is very very important hmm. okay well um we're coming up on time and i hate to stop at this point of time but um i'll be eagerly looking forward to next week's episode and learning more from you about how certain people certain nations certain societies have deeper understanding versus a shallow understanding and not really knowing what goes on behind the back of what you're read, reading in a recipe right now okay thanks uh, uh, sudita good night thank you very much atul have a good night yourself That's all folks that's it for this week the music you were listening to in the background was performed by Jonathan Vered the cover photo for this episode is from skitterphoto.com the sound mixing and editing is done by me sudipto chatterjee using the open source and awesome software audacity you can keep yourself up to date by joining our mailing list to be informed whenever new episodes are published You'll find that on our blog at www.economicallyspeaking.org. Each week we chat with Atanu Dey on matters generally related to economics. This is Economically Speaking with your host Sudipto Chatterjee. Until next time, goodbye.